Hello and welcome to the Way Out podcast. This is where we will be discussing all things fitness and life related and how the two intertwine. My aim with this podcast is to be myself, have a laugh, educate and even help some people along in their journeys. Nothing too serious but an enjoyable listen. And if you're expecting perfection here then this is not the place for you. However, thank you for listening and if you're ever looking to work with me in the future or now you can be sure to find me on my Instagram which is Kira O'Connor Coaching. If not there, you can find me on my website, which is kiraoconnor.ie. And once again, thank you for listening. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. I don't know what day you'll be listening to this on, but it is Wednesday. I have set the goal, like we were talking about last week, about just showing up for yourself and to make the podcasts more frequent and for me to actually be able to do them. I set a day in stone where I'm always going to record at least one podcast but the funny thing is is you know like when you think of ideas of like what you want to record or what podcast you like what podcast ideas you want to talk about or whatever they never come to you when you're thinking about it they always come to me in such a random moment i could be walking i could be on a bus i could be driving i'm like oh my god yeah that'd be a great podcast but anyways i am going to be talking about three things that you need to know when you're working on your relationship with food or three things that i wish i knew um like now going back and looking at working on my relationship with food so just a reminder that the workshop that i'm hosting on repairing your relationship with food the tickets are out officially um i know we spoke about it a little bit in the last podcast but i currently have five tickets left which is absolutely amazing go us because this is not a me thing this is an us thing because anybody who i suppose supports me as such um use obviously help so much you know what i mean i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Anyways, we're going to be chatting a little bit, obviously, about relationship with food and just kind of going back, like, when I reflect, okay, I'm like, what three things would I, like, do I wish I knew before starting on my journey or even during my journey? I'm also sick at the moment. Well, I'm getting sick, I think. I woke up this morning and I just feel very, um, phlegmy. I know that's so disgusting. Like, I don't know why I just said that in the podcast, but anyways, we will run with it. So yeah, we're going to be chatting a little bit about the things that I wish I knew look like reflecting back on my journey so the first one that I obviously want to start with is you are going to feel uncomfortable because you are challenging yourself on food rules that you have like had ingrained into you you know and you may come home from the gym and have a chocolate bar and your mom could turn around and be like well why are you having a chocolate bar you just came home from the gym now this happens on a daily basis even if you're not repairing your relationship with food I feel like that's just an like Irish households are like unfiltered in a sense and I think the older generations just comment and comment and comment but I think when you're when somebody comments on you you need to always look at it from a place of love even though it's hard to do that it's 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 genuinely you need to look at it from a place of love and understand that nine times out of ten these people who are commenting on you are projecting some some part of their past on you so for let's say the older generations they might have always struggled with their body image you know or might have always struggled with their body being up and down so it's very it's very common for an older person to comment on your weight or to comment on what you're eating and stuff like that doesn't make it right absolutely not um and i do think they need to be filtered but i'm just saying try and see it from a place of love rather than oh my god like why did that person just say that to me but anyways that's a little bit of a tangent hope that gives you some insight but uh yeah i think the feelings you are gonna feel is like you're gonna feel uncomfortable you know what i mean and it's because these food rules that you have so whether it's like no this food is gonna make me gain weight this food is gonna make me look this way 
if I eat this food, I've broken everything, I've gone against everything, you know, or I don't have any discipline or willpower if I eat this food. Things like that, you are going to be challenged on that. You know, if you push out your food till two o'clock of the day, you're going to be like, you're going to be challenged. You're going to have to start trying to eat earlier. If you don't include chocolate or crisps or whatever, but you really want those foods, but you just don't include them because you have these food rules, you're going to be challenged and you're going to be made, not made, that's a, that's a strong word, but if you are looking to repair your relationship with food, you are going to have to start reintroducing those things and seeing that they aren't all that bad. But I know for me, like when I've had clients who have now come to me this year who are working on a relationship with food, and I don't know if it's a placebo effect because I don't know if it's actually proven, but when you're repairing your relationship with food, your calories like sometimes just come up to maintenance without you even realising. Some people track, some people don't track. Like it, it's all obviously individual pendant. Tracking worked for me when I was work, like working on my relationship with food. I know some people that I've coached, it doesn't work for them. So it is, again, it all comes back to what works for you. But back to like the placebo thing that I was talking about. When you start making people or not making, sorry, I keep using that word and it sounds like I'm literally forcing people to eat. But what I mean is like when you're encouraging people to go against their food rules, they're eating the foods that let's say they believe are going to make them gain weight or they believe they're going to make them um, look different or whatever it is. I feel as though when they start to eat them, they all of a sudden start to feel a little bit bigger in themselves or they start to feel like clothes aren't fitting them and stuff like that. And I, again, I don't know if that's a placebo effect, but without even realizing like your body is so, so smart. So if you have a bad relationship with food or a not so great one, you're probably eating really low calories, maybe, or you could be overeating. It's all obviously individual dependent, but your body is so smart that after a while of doing this, it like your body does go down to maintenance calories. Like your, your body just eats, eats what it needs. But that's after you stop restricting it and stop like having these food rules. So I think when you're starting to like try and undo all these food rules, people start to all of a sudden feel bigger in themselves and it might be a subconscious thing because maybe in the grand scheme of things if you're looking at this person from when they started their journey to let's say four six weeks in there mightn't be actually any major physical differences within their weight but it's just kind of how that food makes them feel you know and that's the crazy thing as well is that it's so much more mind when it comes to your relationship with food than it is kind of physical so people will start to feel this, they'll start to feel uncomfortable in their clothes maybe. But I think overall the main uncomfort comes from is is trying to get through the challenges of going against what you believe and what you've believed for so long. But I think just accepting that you are going to feel uncomfortable and having someone in your corner that can support you through that uncomfortable feeling because it doesn't last that long. Like for me, I think... Like, I remember when I had to take my watch off and all because I was severely obsessed with it. I used to be trying to, like, get my friends. I'd be like, how many steps are you on? You know, because I was so obsessed. It was so uncomfortable. I hated doing it. I hated the start of it. It was just, it all felt just so strange, you know? And I remember being like, oh my God, I just overate. Like, I had a second bagel or something like that. And I remember um, actually texting Saz and I was like, oh my God, I just overate. And she was like, well, what did you have beforehand? Or what did you overeat on? And I was like a bagel and it was a slim bagel. So this is why I always come back to people and I'm like, why have a slim bagel? Because you're going to want two. Why not just have a big bagel? So that's literally all I do. Every time I see on a client's yoke, I'm like, are you eating a slim bagel? And most people don't even do it, but they buy these things subconsciously because they say slim. And I'm just like, have a full bagel. It will keep you fuller for longer. But that's another topic. Um, But at the start, you will be uncomfortable. 
but it doesn't last that long because you start to get used to it and you actually like quite quickly people don't realize but you actually start to reap the rewards quite quickly from your relationship like working on your relationship with food and i think people think it, it, it it's it's this big long journey and it can be for some people like for me mine lasted nearly well, eight months nine months or something like that you know and that was a long enough journey to be working on something like that but I think after like after a month or two it just became the norm you know and it was almost like everything started to fall into place and it was such a short space of time and obviously I kept going with it for let's say the next six months but after the first month or two months like my body image started to come back together things like that you know so it it is uncomfortable like I said at the start but if you can accept that and again have somebody in your corner that can support you you will have no problem with it so the next thing that I wanted to talk about was weight gain like do you gain weight do you not gain weight I mean the answer is dependent like it really is dependent on the individual for me I had to gain a little bit of weight because I had to stop moving as much I was doing like 20,000 steps every day I was like working out on top of that I was also like I was overtraining way too much like my joints and all were sore because of this so I had to stop overtraining I had to stop focusing on numbers and because I started moving less and eating a little bit more my body just adjusted to that my body done what I needed to do to come back to how it was right before the eating disorder and right before the binge eating and everything else my body returned exactly to how it looked beforehand and like weight gain in a sense was uncomfortable but like I've obviously spoke about this in other podcasts where I stopped looking at myself I stopped doing my best to stop body check I stopped tying food to my body image as such but you could be somebody who comes to me and is like doesn't have it's like you don't have to have such like a severe relationship with food where you have a disorder or anything like that and this is something that people get confused on is that like you could just be somebody who feels guilty like every weekend after takeaways or you know restricts on a Monday and stuff like that and just finds themselves in a cycle of that but you don't necessarily have to have a disorder in order to work on your relationship with food you know you might just felt you might just feel kind of a little bit trapped by the whole like feeling guilty every time you go out with your partner or having to restrict on a Monday just because you feel like you have to you know so that might be your little goal and for you you could possibly come to me and lose body fat and work in your relationship at the same time like they can be done simultaneously but so yeah obviously there's certain circumstances like maybe like for me I was like too focused on numbers I was too focused on food and tying it to my body image and like obsessed with being lean so like for me I couldn't do two of them at once I couldn't lose fat at the same time as I was working on my relationship with food because fat loss requires some kind of compromise I'm not going to say restriction because it just requires compromise but for me I think that would have been very triggering at the time I wouldn't have been able to do those two simultaneously because it would have it required me to be looking at numbers or would have required me to be looking at my steps but for somebody who's not that obsessed with numbers like I said and it's just feeling like they kind of want to get out of the hole of like feeling guilty after certain things and, and and not having to restrict every Monday those people can do both at the same time now I'm not fitting everybody into those two brackets of course there's different ranges of people but that's 
why it's so important to work with a coach on an individual basis like you can't expect to work on your relationship with food in like a group setting or anything like that because it's just it's not possible you need the attention of a coach one-on-one but yes weight gain it doesn't have to be the case for everybody and even if you do and even if you are let's say like me where you can't do both simultaneously you can't lose fat at the same time that you're working on your relationship with food you may put on a bit of weight but the funny thing is is that after like i said two three months it almost starts to regulate itself. I don't know if anybody ever follows your Stephanie Buttermore. She is so, so good. Like she had to go through kind of the whole process that I went through of like just kind of going all in and like giving her body whatever they, whatever her body wanted. And she put on a good amount of weight at the start, but she documented the whole thing. So after like six months, her body started to just fall naturally back into its original state. So where your body feels like it's not in survival mode anymore. That's another thing about coming out or like working in your relationship with food is that your body needs to come out of a state of like fight or flight and you need to get it, get it into a state of like feeling safe and you know feeling like okay and protected and everything else. After a couple of months like my body just started to like I said go back to its original state. So although weight gain is scary for some you mightn't have to put on weight. You mightn't have to put on loads. You mightn't just you might be able to do two of them together you might be able to lose and work on your relationship with food but that's the whole point of getting a coach especially around your relationship with food and the third thing that i wish i knew was how rewarding it was going to be now i've already spoke about before the fact that like there was no way that i wasn't going to work on my relationship with food like the cost was just the cost of not working on it was just way too high that i was not willing to pay that price anymore um, and some people are probably in limbo where they don't feel like the price is that high so they just kind of put up with this quote-unquote not the best relationship with food but when I say it is the most rewarding thing I have ever done for myself like now I'm here talking about it on a podcast on my own podcast I'm doing a workshop on helping people repair their relationship with food and that may not be like let's say one of your goals your goal may just be like you want to go out for food and not have to feel guilty and like even me experiencing that now like I still experience little things where I'm like oh my god I just bought like my favorite cereal and I didn't I never felt the urge to have to eat the whole box you know or being able to have like one chocolate out of a multi-pack now that's very rare I'll probably have three but you know what I mean like you don't have to have the whole packet and that is so liberating that is so free I don't think you actually realize it and it's only until you're like it's only until you're out of it like I'm obviously because I'm out of it now I'm out of like let's say the journey of actively working on it I'm starting to see how rewarding it was and I'm raging that I didn't appreciate it a lot more and that's something that I'm really big on is like appreciating your journey as it is right now and as you go through it rather than just focus on the destination whereas like when I was in it I was like oh my god I can't wait to be out of this can't wait to have like a good relationship with food and stuff but the more that you work on it the more that you realize like it just happens so quickly and yeah I'm just I'm upset that I didn't take it all in so that is my obviously my advice to you is that appreciate how rewarding it is because it's so so rewarding and celebrate your little wins like celebrate the fact that you will eventually get to a multi-pack and you won't have to eat at all celebrate the fact that you can go to the shop and you can start buying multi-packs you know and it won't feel like a big deal or you can go out with food with your partner and enjoy it and it won't be again a big deal and you won't have to come home when you're super super tired and eat the whole house because 
when you're working on your relationship with food obviously this is all mixed in but you start to obviously work on your emotions as well because again food for most of us is just a coping mechanism and it's just something that we've learned from maybe our parents maybe our grandparents or whatever but we've just learned it from somewhere so it's about obviously replacing that coping mechanism with something else but that's obviously on the journey and that's what's so beautiful about it i know that sounds so cliche but it is it's so so good it's so beautiful it is hands down the best journey you will ever go on and for those of you who can lose body fat and work in your relationship with food that is bloody phenomenal like you are like not a rare percentage but you are getting in a sense best of both worlds and working on your relationship with food most people who suffer with their body image do want to work on their relationship with food and that's probably because you feel x way about your body so you use food to cope cope with that so let's say you feel quote unquote fat you could then because you don't know how to regulate your emotions or you don't know how to deal with that emotion of feeling that way about your body that you just use food to cope with that because you're trying to escape from the emotion that you're feeling it's 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 not a bad thing because we've all done it like when i felt when i was binging and going through that i just kept using food to deal with the fact that i was getting bigger and the fact that i was like it was just a, a vicious cycle so when you're working on your relationship with food you start to understand this a little bit more um, and you start to understand like where exactly it is that you start to use food as a coping mechanism and how you can replace that with something else as such you know how can you cope with your feelings a little bit better can you journal can you do something like that can you can you do some meditation you know to help with those strong emotions that you may feel but like I said, it's all about getting your body back to a safe place where it feels safe. Your body, your body, surprisingly enough, will regulate itself. It does all the work for you. You just need to be willing to challenge yourself and you just need to be willing to go through the journey. The journey and starting it is the difficult part, but everything else after that falls into place, especially if you have the right coach in your corner. So if you're listening to this and you are wondering whether you should or should not, work in your relationship with food any of this resonates again some people may listen to this and be like meh they may turn it off after five minutes because it doesn't resonate with them and that's okay but i know that there will be people that this this resonates with and if it does i mean don't be afraid to message me don't be afraid to ask me questions but i think i just want to obviously reiterate again for like the 10th time that it is the most rewarding thing that you will ever do for yourself and it's so freeing like think about your holidays think about all your nights out you will not have to worry about those anymore and alongside obviously working on your relationship with food your body image just gets better because you're no longer i suppose beating it up or beating it down or like using food to cope with the fact of how you feel with your with your body image so that's obviously an important thing to take into account but yeah that was the third point it was the most rewarding thing that you could ever do and i wish obviously somebody told me that back then but yeah if you're if you're thinking of working on it or you want to ask some questions just message me on Instagram, but you can absolutely do it. And again, you might, you mightn't be exactly like me. You might be like the person who can lose or who can do both at the same time, or you might be like me and that's okay. But again, it's just about having the right support in your corner. So yes, thank you for listening. And I hope that you got something from this. Don't be afraid to share and tag me. Don't be afraid to message me and let me know your thoughts again all is welcome and if anybody has any ideas of what they want to hear or want me to talk about next on the podcast please do let me know and i will be sure to record an episode on that